Hi guys, welcome back to Make It Make Sense. My name is Sebi Tennyson, and here with me is... Joshua Matasha. Awesome. So on today's episode, we're going to talk about the Zillow stock price. And a lot of people have been wondering what this really means, and is this going to be another market crash, and will this affect my stocks, or their stocks rather? And one of the questions that they were asking was, hey, what's this crash all about. So basically just in the simplest way I can put it, Zillow bit more than they could chew. So they're flipping business, which is basically they buy a house and they try to, you know, modernize it, then resell it for a profit, wasn't doing so well. And now they have cut that segment of their business completely off. So what this means is that they have a bunch of inventory with them that they have to now sell off. Now, many people were concerned that, Oh my gosh, this really reminds me of 2008 when a bunch of inventory was being held and now it's going to be a massive sell-off. But no, it's not going to exactly be like that because according to some sources, the idea is not to sell to individual owners, but rather to sell to like holding companies. So, and also the paperwork would be a nightmare to sell hundreds and thousands of houses to individual people. So what they're planning to do is to just do a lump sum and give it over to some holding company at a particular discounted rate, depending on whatever it was worth. And here has been my thoughts. I believe we've spoken about the housing market previously in the podcast, and I knew that something, or at least I suspected that this housing craze was going to soon relax because in 2020, it was a madness from people buying houses at a million dollars over the asking price and even wanting to name their children after the owner of the house in order to get an advantage in the bidding war. But one thing I have always known in some of my finance classes was that valuation typically comes from discounting cash flow. So what that means is that basically what we would estimate the value of a particular asset to be would be the present value of their cash flow. And in my mind, I always did the present value of whatever rent, quote unquote, that was coming in, right? Whatever gains you'd be receiving in terms of how you would value a particular house. That's has always been just a cheap math for me. So usually with houses, because they're not as volatile, the fair price is usually around the ballpark of the market price, maybe like 10% off here and there, but usually around the ballpark, especially with, you know, improvements done on the home to, you know, increase the value of the home, depending on whatever improvements was done, those will increase the value of the home. However, from a year ago, in 2020 to 2019, we found some houses going 70% above what they were worth the previous year. However, the cash flow, which is the rent in that particular area, hasn't really increased that much. Maybe mm-hmm. in some places, 4%. So that had me a little bit like sus, like this is suspicious. What's going on here? Why is this demand so much? And it was because a lot of people were willing to buy homes at this point in their life because, hey, we're working from home now. We need that comfort to have ownership of a particular home. Then a lot of demand came in. Now here comes Zillow. Wow, this market is really hot. Let's take, you know, 
this chance opportunity to build market share and they were buying in a lot of inventory and when companies do that and they buy inventory a lot which is usually and when is usually expensive inventory that gets me concerned because if something happens they will be in a liquidity trap because they can't sell it really quickly because this is a very expensive asset so now seeing what they're doing now especially going into an avenue of business that they didn't have specialty in i am not surprised that they're paying the cost for it but what do you think about this whole and i know i went on a tangent but what do you think about this whole zillow debacle joshua well i think it's pretty funny because I remember that Jim Cramer was such a champion for this company. He wasn't <laughs> called it the uh, Amazon of housing, you know, and oh. it was in July or August. However, when they announced that they were going into this business, he was kind of iffy, like, huh, why are they deviating from, from something w- which they have strength in? Yeah. And obviously, when they made that announcement that they were having issues selling some of these houses, a few weeks even before their earnings, the stock price already started tanking. Mm-hmm. In fact, so this stock in February, it hit an all-time high of $200. Can you believe that? Which was great. And I noticed because this was a stock I had on my watch list, you know, because they had great earnings as at that time. And I was just waiting for a pullback. But I noticed, man, they were just selling this thing. I'm like, someone must, something must be off here. Someone must know something. So when they came out with the news, I was like, oh, no wonder, you know, this is why it's selling off. And finally, when they had their earnings, it was just a total disaster. Many people were so disappointed that why would they leave their core strength, their core competency to chase something like that? And basically, they announced that Zillow is no longer making cash offers on homes because oh, no. of all the losses they've yeah. made. And they're ending their quick buy home flipping business. It was called Zillow Offers. Yeah. That was the name of the platform. And basically, they use algorithms to try to predict and quote-unquote, game the market and make some short-term gains. However, there are algorithms that predicted home prices wasn't doing so hot. And it's not surprising because computers are smart, but... They're not. They use current data to predict the future. And this data is skewed because it would say, oh, the the housing market is hot, but it's just because it's 2020. You have to go back and see, hey, what's going on? Yes, and computers don't calculate emotions. Yeah. happens in the stock market when a stock or an index goes up for a long time eventually there'll be a buyer strike basically people are like this is too high i don't want to buy it at this level let let us wait for it to come down and all you have is just there's there's barely any buyers you know i was looking through the transcript of the earnings actually and they said that homes are actually now staying on zillow a little longer and their inventory is increasing the unsold homes have risen 3.3% earlier this year from May to June. They right? also, and this is- said, they also mm-hmm. said how in quarter three, on average, your home sold at an $80,000 loss. Wow. See, mm-hmm. so that just kind of adds to what we're saying. And this is not saying the market, the housing market is going to crash. It probably yeah. would not. But as we say, prices don't go up in a straight line, mm-hmm. right? What, how do we know an uptrend when it makes higher highs and higher lows? So we want to see kind of the median or the average home price make a higher low than it was before and hold that kind of support and start going up again. However, I feel there are a lot of factors that are going to be influencing this now because mortgage applications have now dropped to an 18, 18-month low. And this is not surprising because the market was so hot and this is just a cool-off period. 
It's yeah. nothing out of the ordinary. There's no trouble or anything yet. The market is just kind of cooling off because the supply chain issues have eased up a little bit. Yeah. There's, there's more houses. So it's just time for everything to settle. And for me, it's very, very good for the housing market. We don't want a prolonged period where the prices are just going up and there is no enough inventory for yeah. people who own homes. What I also have to say is if you want to get a home, this is the time to just start getting ready. Get your credit score in order, get your down payment in order, and be patient. Mm-hmm. This, you know, this price change in houses is not a one-size-fits-all. Yeah. It's going to be on a case-to-case basis because I'm pretty sure there's some cities, some places, probably New York, California, where the homes are still selling at a very, very high premium. <laughs> or, or Austin, <laughs> Texas. Where's the well, going high? Yeah. Definitely. You want to be Mm-hmm. Definitely. I agree with that because sometimes people might not think rationally. They're like, oh my gosh, a crash is coming. This is going to be because I had some people in some groups saying, oh, this is going to be like 2008. And I was like, first of all, we have to see how much share Zillow actually had, right? Because I think it's, I, I feel like it's in the billions of dollars that they're selling maybe in like single digit billions. But however, we're talking about a trillion dollar market, the housing market. So I, we have to first see what's going on inside your financials fully to properly predict, okay, is this even similar to what's happened in 2008? Second of all, one of the things that I would say that people should be aware of too, maybe is affecting the home market is tapering. They're about to start tapering. Interest rates are going to start increasing. So it's no surprise that possibly People who were getting, you know, cheap interest rates or free money at that time. Now banks are like, ah, money is going to be expensive now. Please come correct. If not, we are not giving you anything. So that could also be one of the reasons why not a lot of people are running into because they're like, man, interest rates, forget this. It's about to start going high. You know, so we're not, it might, the market is probably reading it as it could deter some people from acquiring homes in this season and to say that this would negatively affect stocks i would argue that tech stocks might suffer not because of what's happening with zillow necessarily but it could be just a transition period tech has been doing amazing the tech sector has been doing amazing and many firms liquidate in stocks or in assets that they are doing better at to offset losses that they might experience so they are not typically going to sell the losers i mean they might cut some of the losers but they're like okay we think these losers will recover so let's just you know take profits here where we know it's keep going to keep going up so money might just be transferring out but i don't want people especially because in this season we might observe like some movements you know, and I don't want people to think like, oh my gosh, it's because it's Zillow, you know, the market, the, the market is going to crash, whatever. I would say though, that I feel bad for people who bought into Zillow mainly because, especially because I really do love homes and I was reading on it and researching on it. I feel like people were wooed by this, their short-term success in 2020. The same thing happened with Zoom, where everybody was like, yeah, man, you know, Zoom is, you know, of the future, the next Amazon, but it wasn't. It really wasn't. In fact, Teams now is not actively taking a lot of their market share. So for me, I this is supposed to be like a signal to, you know, future investors to be like, hey, before you invest in a company, 
are these data or is this new success by something transitory, something temporary, or is this a long-term success you should be expecting? Because they were doing crazy numbers in 2020. Have you seen what they were doing before this surge happened? I mean, think about it. Will you, will you now say that, oh, go and invest in hand sanitizer and toilet paper companies because they were doing really well in 2020? No, this was just a surge that happened as a result of increase in demand based on irrationality. But if the, the increase in demand is based on the quality of the product, i.e. Tesla, and it's being more affordable, then you can say, okay, this might last long. But if it's just something that is temporary, you know, then there's no reason to put your money in there for long. Maybe trade options on it, maybe trade the stock for a little bit, but not something that you're like, okay, let me put it as part of my portfolio. What's the effect of Zillow in the stock market to you, if there even is any? To be honest... <laughs> What I've noticed, there hasn't been really any yeah. impact. The market just made new all-time highs on Friday. Yeah, you know, but this is a is a bigger issue for for the whole market rather than the stock yeah. market, mm-hmm. right? Because what's going to happen now? When people start selling homes and putting the money to work in the stock market. It's very possible. You know, we just saw that in the infrastructure bill just got passed, and many of these construction stocks, Caterpillar, John Deere, and the like, have been lagging you know, the tech trade for some time now. So is there a chance that money will flow into these industrials and small cap stocks? It's very, very possible. You know, we just have to wait and see. But yeah. so far, I haven't seen any real effect of Zillow. Even though Zillow kind of, their market, the stock price went down Dang. so badly. Many other stocks made new all-time highs. Look at NVIDIA, NVIDIA ripping. Um, yeah. Microsoft went from 300 to almost 340 in how many weeks? Yeah. yeah. So I think this is a stock pickers market. You want to find those companies that that have great management, great execution, great pathway to grow in the future. And if you can find those, buy them on the pullbacks if you can have any pullbacks because money will keep flowing into those stocks. Definitely. I I would say just to wrap up that if you're interested in buying a home, don't let this scare you. Definitely talk with someone who is definitely going to give you a more solid advice in terms of your credit score, interest rate deals, purchasing power, and all the likes. But it shouldn't deter you because you're seeing what's going on with Zillow. However, you still need to be very aware because you don't want to buy something for a premium that won't be worth a lot of money tomorrow or won't appreciate as much. Same way in the stock market, we say buy low, sell high, do the same thing in the real estate market. But people who are invested in stocks, don't be worried about this. If anything, I would argue that it's probably the tapering news that might affect stocks. And even that, when it was announced, it still went to all-time highs. So maybe we're just going to see the effects later on. Maybe the market is joking. (laughs) But we'll definitely see. That's it for today, guys. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. We're grateful for you guys. Have a good rest of your evening. Good night.